Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to another episode of Boots, Balls and Bra. I'm here just by myself today at Wembley because my co-host, Eartha Pond, decided she was going on international duty with St. Lucia. Hopefully it's all going well. So we've decided to do a BBB special. Uh, I've taken some fans' questions and I'm going to go through them a little bit on my career. Um, Firstly, thanks for sending the questions in. Um, and we'll get through as many as we can in 20 minutes. But I'm here at Wembley. I've been here all morning. I was able to, I was going to say put my boots on, but I didn't actually come very equipped today. And uh, I had to go on the field with trainers. Um, silly of me. But yeah, I, I got on the turf today after the Lionesses, you know, fantastic comeback in their fixture here on Friday night against the Netherlands, which I'll touch on a little bit now, um, ahead of their game tonight at Hampden Park in Scotland. So yeah. To be honest, my opinion of the game, I felt like the first 45 minutes, um, just England wasn't good enough. I think the ball intensity, I think the way that individuals performed, the level of uh, performance probably wasn't there for me and probably deserved to go in down at the break. Probably not two goals down, but certainly a goal down. Um, And we can touch on everything. We heard Mary Earps' interview after the game, how disappointed she was and wanted to take full responsibility of the goals. But... It was more than Mary Earps. I think, you know, defensively, if we was to break down, you know, both goals and certainly the first goal, we break it down right from the start. Um, we was poor in those moments. And, and as I said, we deserve to go into the break two goals down. But I think what these Lionesses have shown over the years is that they have character. And I think they showed that in coming back from 2-0 down against a very good Netherlands team and to win the game. And look, Ella too knows how to come on. We've seen that in the Euros a, a few years back now. She knows how to come on. In fixtures, certainly at Wembley, she scored that goal in, in the Euro final and and rescued, you know, three points that gives England a, a, a slim chance of qualification for the Euro, uh, sorry, for the Olympics if they go and get a big, big result at Hamden Park tonight. And 
you know, I've been asked lots of questions about this England-Scotland game this evening. Um, and will Scotland do England a favour and let them win? Let me tell you, the Scottish girls that I've played with in my career, there's absolutely no chance in hell are they letting England come away with a victory. So they will do all they can to make it as difficult as they can for England, even though it could be, you know, at the risk of obviously they're not being an Olympic team and obviously then them not getting an opportunity to go or potentially go with their Olympic team of GB. They are not letting the Lionesses go to Hampden Park and get a victory, that's for sure. So it's going to be an interesting one. I think a difficult one because we're under pressure now um, to get not only the three points, but but plenty of goals to give ourselves any sort of hope of qualification. But I'm going to take your fans' questions um, and then I'll look ahead to Chelsea-Arsenal because it's probably the main game of the weekend in the WSL and it's going to be at the Emirates and I think 50,000 tickets sold. So I'll touch on that a little bit later on in the pod. So I'm going to head over and do some of your questions. I've been here at Wembley at the LucasAid Play On Pitch event. And obviously, as I mentioned before, Earth Upon, my co-host isn't here, but my agent Charlie is. And so he's going to ask the question. So my head isn't looking down at the phone. So the first question, Farah, is from M Turner 0512. Who was the most underrated teammate you played with? That's a difficult one. I'm going to I'm going to pick a couple of players maybe that I played with. Um, there was two. One was more recognised than the other because obviously they were able to play for the England senior team. Um but I probably don't think neither of them got as much recognition as they should have for the job that they've done. And, and they're players that I feel like, certainly for me as a midfielder, you need players around you that make you look better. And these were two players that when I played with them, you know, the work rate, the dogginess that they would they, they would do, you know, when when the, the, the game was running away from us, they was able to bring the game back and it would be Jade Moore and Remy Allen. So I played with them. Jade, I played with in England. Um, as well as playing with her at Reading and Remy as well, both of them at Reading. So I think they're two players that probably go under the radar because their style of play. But in terms of their game understanding and what they what they do in games, unless you're on the pitch with them as teammates, you probably wouldn't appreciate it. The next question is from Kirsty.ibrown.18. What's your favourite England memory? Uh, my favourite England is it's my debut. I think you can't move away from putting the English shirt on for the first time, um, having, you know, your family and, and close friends there. Just to see, you know, step uh, step foot on the pitch. I think it, I'll always go back to that debut moment and, and, and doing England for the first time. Next question is from LO underscore 09. What is your favourite goal and why? My favourite goal and why? I scored a few good ones. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Do you know what? Probably my volley I scored for Reading against Liverpool. Um, yeah, Gemma Bonner, Liverpool defender, headed it clear. And it just come outside the box. And as I come onto it, outside of the right, into the top corner. So, yeah, that was, I caught it well. Underscore Shannon Lowe. Which current Lioness would you have liked to play alongside that you haven't already? LJ has to be one. Um, I think Lauren James or... Russo, I think Russo, I'd, I'd have, yeah, one of those two. Next one is from Salbo Loves Coffee. Hardest defender you faced? Hardest defender? Probably the toughest midfielder. I come up more against midfielders, so I'll go midfielder. Probably Kate Chapman. Um, he was horrible. I think she had everything. You know, she didn't mind a tackle or two. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, it has to be Katie Chapman. She was horrible to play against, but obviously I played alongside her in England and, you know, reap the rewards of having her or the benefits of having her alongside me there. I think this question is from someone that you work with at Jeanette Kawake. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? I'm not sure, but yeah, go on. Who is your favorite WSL presenter? And she put in brackets, tell her to answer carefully. Jeanette, it has to be Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Rose underscore Kim, which club do you wish you could have played for? Chelsea. I wish I could have gone back to Chelsea when I'd, I'd started at Chelsea, obviously as a kid, and obviously being a massive Chelsea fan, I'd love to finish my career there or at least played there at a spell when I was probably at a more mature you know, level. Um, so yeah, Chelsea. RMS 400. What would be your all-time best Lionesses team starting 11? Ooh. That I've played with and I've seen? Or just ones I've played with? Just your all-time best Lionesses. So can be who you played with or you haven't. Difficult. Um, Rachel Unit will have to go left back. I'd probably go Alex Green with left side centre-half. Anita Asante, right side centre-half. I'm probably going to go Alex Scott, right back. Who have you got in goal? I'm going to come, I'm going to come back to that, my goalkeeper. Because um, I'd probably put Pauline Cope, but I really like Rachel Brown as a goalkeeper. Karen Bardley, it's difficult. Pauline Cope. Pauline Cope in goal. Midfield. Um, I have to put myself in there. Sorry, guys. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Midfield Diamond, I'm going to have to go because... I don't know how I'm going to do this, Diamond. Oh, this is a tough question. Really tough. Can't think. Because I've got Kelly Smith that I want in there. I've got Lauren James that I want in there. I've got Frank Kirby that I want in there. But I don't defend. So that ain't going to work. <laughs> we, could, we could do that. But Frank Kirby and Lauren and Kelly can't play wide in a Diamond. So that don't work. So that ain't going to work. I need someone in. And then, I don't know, it's difficult because Cameron Walker was an unbelievable goal scorer for England. I'd probably put, I'd probably actually, oh, because Rachel Yankee. You know what, I'd probably, I'd probably put Yankee up front with Kaz Walker and I'd do that midfield for a diamond. Yeah, why not? I've got fullbacks that can uh, cover widths. A question from Jai Delek. How was Jill Scott as a roommate during England camp? Ah, you know what? She was a good roommate. And you've probably, if you watch The Jungle and if you've seen Jill, if you've ever been around Jill, unbelievable person. But she is so bloody scruffy. Like, genuinely, she is like a mess. Like, and I'm OCD, so it was a bad, bad, bad combination. Her things will be everywhere and I'd have to tidy them up every day. But she made a good brew. No surprises that she ended up having her own coffee shop because the amount of tea and coffee she drank in a day. Um, but yeah, great with me, but just an absolute mess. And this is a question you asked to be put in. It's from at Joe Bennett, 1987. If you could play one game again to change the result, who would it be? Yeah, because I really like that question. And you know what? I don't like to look back at games and think, if only this, if only that. And there was two I was debating between and they were both semi-finals. One was in the World Cup 2015 semi-final when Laura Bassett scored that own goal in like the 90th minute heartbreak because that group of players that we went to that World Cup with were just unbelievable. Like the whole group, I think, the, the way that we went over and above and any expectation, um, it was just so gutting to lose the way we did. It was just so cool. So if I could just replay that moment, even if we play those last 10 minutes and take them out of it, 
because um, I felt like we were the better team. And I felt like we'd also have given the USA in the final a much better game than Japan did at that time. So that was it. But the other one that come close was the semi-final of the Euros in 2017. Um, I didn't play a huge part in terms of on the field. And the, the, the part that I did was there to the semi-final and we were already 1-0 down. I ended up heading the ball back to the goalkeeper, thinking that the goalkeeper was going to collect it comfortably and didn't see the, I'm, I'm going to say striker, she's only striker, Van der Donk, a, an old teammate of mine at Arsenal. She was hiding as she always does and then scores and puts them 2-0. So they got to the Euro final, went on and won it. But out of the two, the more painful one was the World Cup 2015. Next one at... 315 underscore Amelia. Are there any managers you wish you could have been managed by during your career? Yeah, Serena Wiegmann now. I think um, what I've seen and what I've heard uh, from the players about her management style, I'd really have liked to have been a part of that. Emma Hayes, what I've seen over the years. And again, you know, somebody that is only spoken highly of. She's somebody else that I'd have probably, you know, really enjoyed playing under. So probably those two are the two managers I never got the opportunity to. Would you ever write a book specifically an autobiography? And that's from at illy.1.6. So, right, there's one thing writing it and there's another thing people buying it. <laughs> so if I thought there was people that were interested, potentially there could be one. So you don't think you're interesting? I don't know. I think I am. <laughs> but I ain't got to buy it. Um, next one, at beef underscore xx, biggest footballing ick. Ah, uh, you know what? Wearing a short sleeve top and gloves don't make sense. Like, come on. That's just like, ugh, come on. Yeah, that. Don't do it, guys. Um, next one, at Love Arm Armrit. What's been the biggest highlight on or off the pitch in your whole career? Um, I, You know what? I, I could look at the trophies I won or finals I got to, but I think playing as long as I did... I think it was not had a nine and a half year career, but playing always in a top league, I think that's something that I'll be proud of. You know, not having to get to 37, nothing to drop down a league in order to compete or get a, a place in a team. So the fact that I stayed at the top until the very end, um, probably a highlight. Uh, next one, at Meg X 7 what do you miss the most about playing football? What do I miss the most about playing football? Um, it's a good one. Do I miss getting up every morning, going out in the cold, training? Probably not. No, I do. You know what? I, should, I just miss kicking a football more than anything. Like, I don't know. To, to think that I used to wake up every single day and go and do something I absolutely loved. Yeah. I mean, I don't wake up every day now com not complaining. So, yeah, the fact that I used to be able to wake up and go to football and do something I enjoyed, I think there's more, that more than anything. At Joe Brown XO. What are your next career goals? What are they, Charlie? I've written a list for you. So my agent asked the question, so I'm putting it back to him because he's got a list of things that I need to do, want to do, money to be made. <laughs> I don't know, I just want to continue trying to improve as a, a pundit. Um, you know, we always have this male and female punditry and whatever, but, you know, be seen as one of the, the best pundits out there. Um, learn and grow as I'm doing it. And, and as I say, it's about improvements and growing and hopefully I do that over the years I think this is another question from this Joe Brown a lot of people asked if you're going for the Chelsea job or want <laughs> to be a manager do you know I always wanted to manage Chelsea one day but I haven't done one I haven't got enough experience as a manager and two I'm only halfway through doing my A licence so if I had the qualifications and the experience 
Um, I maybe would have gone for it, but I'm nowhere near at the levels to be able to take that job. But I don't know. Will I go into coaching? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day. And finally, um, this one is going into the Arsenal-Chelsea game. It's from Mole X Edwards. Prediction for the Arsenal-Chelsea game. It's difficult. So I think both teams come into the fixture with good momentum. I think Arsenal picked up results um, of late. I think their comeback in the Leicester game really turned things around for them in their season. Chelsea, we've seen, obviously gone unbeaten in, in the league. Um, so it's a difficult one. And I say it's difficult because they've just come off an international break. And always off the back of that, you never know how the game's going to go. The last game I did off the back of an international was Manchester City against Chelsea. And we, everyone saw how that game went. Two red cards for City. City probably should have won the game. They ended up getting a draw with Chelsea. So... Um, it's 50,000 sold out, uh, or tickets sold. It's not a sellout because the Emirates is a little bit bigger than 50,000. I'm always biased when it comes to Chelsea, and I, and I do think Chelsea probably have the better squad to do it. Maybe Bright's injured. That could play a big part in Chelsea, in Chelsea's team. Obviously, Beth Mead, the return of Beth Mead. I thought her impact for England the other day was unbelievable when she come on at halftime of that game. I don't want to say a draw because I don't like to sit on the fence. Um, so I think Chelsea will win or, or I'm going to go Chelsea win Do I don't know if that's my heart talking on my head I think the more my heart <laughs> your top three WSL players at the moment at the moment top three WSL so my top three players would be Lauren James Vivian Miedemar and LJ Miedemar um well, Trying to think, so I really like Leah Williamson, and I like Frank Kirby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Leah Williamson. Yeah. No, I'm. You know what? I need five because I like Erin Cuff, but Erin. So I'm gonna go. There's a lot of Chelsea players in that. Leah Williamson, Erin Cuthbert, Vivian Miedemar, Lauren James, and Frank Kirby. So they're my all-time favourites. I think they're most informed players at the minute. I would say Lauren James is informed. Beaver Jones, another Chelsea youngster. Aggie Beaver, she's obviously in form. Um, Nikita Paris is in form. Good form. Serena must be looking at her, I reckon. Um, trying to think. I do free in form. There's my free in form, and they were my five overall players that I like. So, match day nine fixtures. I'm going to do my. Um, Accumulator. I was couldn't get my words out. My accumulator for that, as Eartha's not here, I'll do mine. Probably going to win this week because, you know, Eartha tries to nudge me under the table normally. But Manchester City against Villa, I'm going to go with a City win. Arsenal-Chelsea, this is a difficult one and I don't want to sit on the fence. I'm going to go with a Chelsea win. Brighton versus Leicester, I'm going to go with a Leicester win. Liverpool versus Bristol City, I'm going to go with a Liverpool win. West Ham against Everton, I'm going to go with a West Ham win. And Tottenham against Manchester United, I'm going to go over Man United win. So that rounds up the podcast, the short podcast for this week. As I said, my co-host, Eartha Pond, who is away on international duty, actually has a game tonight. So best of luck there, Eartha Pond. Um, hopefully you get a goal because you keep telling me you're going to score from centre half. Um, but yeah, thanks for the fans' questions. Obviously, with your help, allowed the podcast to continue today. Thanks to my agent who jumped in and, and asked the questions. He sat there wanting a shout out. So, yeah, obviously, thanks to him. But obviously, like, subscribe, 
follow our Instagram pages and all of that. And guys, again, don't wait until Monday for our questions to go out. Send them in during the week if you have any. And we will try and answer and get through as many as we can. So join us next Tuesday where we'll be back in studio and have all the debates from the weekend's football and obviously an update on whether or not the Lionesses could qualify for the Olympics. See you next week. Adios! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.